Chapter 1 Jews and Indians The Decalogue Stone outside Los Lunas, New Mexico, is a sight seen by few people. Its very location is something of a state secret. You need a $25 access permit from the public land office to go to it. Only officials are very clear. They cannot and will not give you directions. I would never have found this Phoenician Hebrew version of the Ten Commandments had it not been for a local Chueda, crypto-Jewish parish priest. In an age when Muslim and Jewish monuments worldwide are being desecrated, his name will remain as closely guarded as the stone's whereabouts. Suffice it to say that the Decalogue stone rests in a hidden cleft amid the dry, juniper-studded hills of South Albuquerque, near the edge of the Isleta Pueblo Indian Reservation. It was Professor Robert Pfeiffer of Harvard University who first translated the Decalogue Stone in 1949. He identified it as a short version of the Ten Commandments, as given in Exodus 20, and noted that the style of Hebrew letters on it was in use from about 1000 BCE. This dating would place it in the Age of Solomon, builder of the first temple in Jerusalem. It became the main focus of the Epigraphic Society's meeting in 1984, after a full account appeared by Professor Joseph Navy of the Hebrew University of Jerusalem and his team. Barry Fell reported later on the punctuation in the inscription. Theories have continued to spring up about how an archaic Hebrew text of the Ten Commandments could have been incised in expert, ancient capitals in the face of a multi-ton boulder of volcanic basalt, one of the hardest minerals on earth. They range from a mad professor's joke, to a maroon Phoenician, to a troop of Boy Scouts, to you name it. Few seem to want to believe it can exist, but there it was, before my very eyes. It says, I am Jehovah thy God, who hath taken thee out of the land of Egypt, from the house of slaves. There must be no other gods before my face. Thou must not make any idol. Thou must not take the name of Jehovah in vain. Remember the Sabbath day, and keep it holy. Honor thy father and thy mother, so that thy days may be long in the land that Jehovah thy God has given to thee. Thou must not murder. Thou must not commit adultery. Thou must not steal. Thou must not give a false witness against thy neighbor. Thou must not desire the wife of thy neighbor, nor anything that is his. The inscription is marked with an unusual tree growing beneath the boulder. This has serrated pea-green curled opposite pinnate leaves, twisted smooth gray roots and stem, and a weeping ungainly shape, closest in my opinion to a honey locust. My source could tell me little about it, except it was unique, with beautiful golden foliage in autumn. After doing some research, I believe it a rare false acacia. Since the prized garden plant was first introduced into North America in 1640, this terminist antiquim non seemed to lend credence to the explanation that it was Spanish crypto-Jews who carved the stone its shades. Perhaps I should have said guards. Several species of acacias contain cyanide and can cause sudden death. Others are a source of gum arabic and medicinal balms. Ever since the Spanish set foot on New Mexican soil in 1590, the land of enchantment has been a promised land for Jews. An estimated 40% of the colonists immigrating from Spain to the New World were noted in records to be of Sephardic Jewish ancestry. In the 19th century, New Mexico became a haven for German Jews. Unfortunately, this whole chapter in the history of the Southwest has been handled in a stepmotherly fashion. There is no single comprehensive source book on its crypto-Jews, only scattered treatments. Most of the information about Jews in New Mexico has been disseminated through radio programs and newspaper accounts. 
Stanley Hordes, who stumbled onto the secret of crypto-Jews when he was appointed New Mexico State Historian, wrote a dissertation on them and later published a timid monograph on the subject. A bolder and better book is Richard G. Santos' Silent Heritage, The Sephardim and Colonization of the Spanish North American Frontier, 1492-1600, through 1600, New Sephirot Press. Furthermore, a good overview of the state's Jewish experience can be found in Henry Tobias's A History of the Jews in New Mexico, University of New Mexico Press. Yet few of the publications pursue the threat of crypto-Judaism back beyond the mid-17th century,